One of the questions that we get asked all the time um, is where should I spend my money? And I think it's a really, really good question because um, I think a lot of people have very skewed answers. Uh, I actually posted a LinkedIn post um, the other day and a couple of people were saying, you know, our agencies aren't the way to go. You should always, always go with in-house. Um, other people are kind of in the other realm of, you know, you should always use an agency because they're experts. Um, I to be honest, have a bit of a mixed opinion on this. Um, even though I do run my own marketing agency, obviously, um, I do see the value of having it in-house, but I guess um, maybe I could start with you, Jacob, to kind of see what your thoughts are on this. You know, um, should businesses spend money on an agency or should they take it in-house? Um, there's probably no like right answer about it because it depends on you know, the business's goals, whether they want to train up an in-house team, have like all the IP in that in-house. Um, but for some other businesses, it's cheaper to literally outsource it, right? Like if we look at the numbers, you know, to get a marketing manager in-house, you're looking at, you know, anywhere from 50 to, to 90K. Um, otherwise, you know, if you go to a marketing agency, you probably pay, you know, probably 10 to 20K, I would say, a year. Um, so that alone, you know, you're saving quite a lot of, Quite a lot of money um, so if, I mean from that perspective it is cheaper to, um, to to outsource to an agency but I think once you reach that point where you know your business is growing you want to build up a big team and it's getting expensive to outsource then then most definitely like you know start building up a team internally yeah I mean so like what what are the let's look at it like kind of like a um I guess strategically like what are the pros and cons of going to an agency versus taking it in-house, right? Because I mean, you and I have both worked client mm. side and agency side. So we do know a bit of, um, you know, two ends of the spectrum here, right? So let's kind of list off like, what are the pros of, I guess, taking it in-house? Well, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I might start the other way. The pros of outsourcing it first sure. is that it's one less thing to worry about internally. Like we've got a few clients um, whether the last thing they want to focus on is, you know, getting leads for the business, managing all the ads, setting up campaigns, like doing all that stuff. They rather just, you know, pay us a fixed monthly retainer. We take care of everything. So that's probably the, the biggest pro is uh, saving money and saving time. Um, but also a pro of having an in-house team, you literally could, you know, uh, roll your chair across the office, turn around and get an answer within, you know, two seconds. Um, it's probably a little bit more um, collaboration, I would say. Mm. Um, and also you've got everyone under the one, ha one, one roof. So, you know, you've got culture, you've got all the IP in one room and you can really build a team. Uh, so I guess it comes back to what we mentioned earlier is like the business's goals. Do you want to build up a team or do you want yeah. to be strategic, save money and outsource it somewhere else? Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, no, that's a really good point. I think like my experience personally, because I've come from like a very startup background and um, in the startup industry, uh, or I should say like just small businesses rather, mm. um, when, you're, when you're working in an industry where you need a lot of strategy and a lot of change, um, it can be very, very good to have someone in-house, right? Like if you think about it, you know, let's just say you're working in a startup, you've got a, you know, product market fit, you need to pivot every, mm. every two weeks and stuff like that. Having an agency run a campaign for you uh, probably isn't the right solution, right? Because yeah. campaigns tend, tend to be very um, project-based in a sense that, you know, it's, you're trying to get 
leads and sales or you know get more get more customers through you know x and y and z channel mm-hmm. but um in a startup or on a, a business model that is unproven you need a lot of change like it's not a specific campaign that's gonna um you know change your whole business it's mm-hmm. it's a lot of a lot of testing a lot of you know different elements that kind of you need to try out and looking right. looking at our clients, I would say the best performing clients that we have on board are clients with um, product or service like market fit, right? Like they're already yeah. probably running Google Ads or Facebook. We've come on board um, and instead of, you know, paying $200 a cost per lead, we're able to bring that down, you know, 20, 30, 40% and, and make it cheaper. Um, so it makes, you know, our job, I would say, easier once someone's up and running. Yep. And it's just, okay, we don't have time anymore. We want to get better results. And yep. that's where we, we come on board. Yeah, I think, like, to, to put it simply, I think it really does depend on, I guess, like, the um, the age of your business and the type of industry you're in, right? So if you're in a an industry where it is proven market fit and it's also, it's basically just about systemizing some sort of process, mm. whether, like, for example, service-based businesses, very, very... Um, it's, it's basically proven. Everybody needs some sort of service, whether you're a tradie or a lawyer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the marketing aspect of your business is literally, you know, lead generation or getting customers. So there's not really um, too much, I guess, um, needed in terms of pivoting and strategy and reworking things. It's usually a campaign or a systemized process that's gonna, gonna really grow your business, right? On the other hand, I start up, obviously, you need chop and change. You need to, you know, be be um, pivoting and be flexible. You'd rather someone in house that can make those changes really quickly and be more strategic about yeah. it. And I think um, if you bring it back to the core as well as if you want to save time, save money, then outsource is probably the, the best way. Um, but it all depends on what you value. Like if you want to save time, save money, then you, you can't yeah. go from there. Yeah. Explore the options. Yeah, I think like it's quite funny because even. Um, and it's not to say that you can't have both either. I think mm. like people always think about like agency versus in-house, right? But I don't think of it like that. I think, look, you can mix and match. You can have agency and in-house at the same time, you know? Um, the benefit of an agency is obviously the expertise of a specific um, product or service, right? Mm. So for example, for like Journey Digital, we're performance marketers. We're really great at, you know, direct response marketing through Google ads, Facebook yeah, just lead generation. Exactly, right? Whereas a typical marketing manager who's really great at strategy might be good at, you know, just holistic strategy, understanding, you know, social media and getting, you know, the branding. It could be even like all the marketing collateral. It could be, um, you know, organizing the rest of the team for events, you know, all the other areas of marketing. So, yeah, and it, it makes sense to have someone in house. Yeah, so that focuses on that. Yeah, my my point being is, you know, you can have someone to manage all that. You can have someone who you literally turn around and they're they're there, they're managing your strategy and the day to day comms and you know day to day marketing activities. But you can't outsource the lead generation or like the the paid advertising or the SEO or something like that to an agency that specifically does that. Just because. Um, you know, it makes sense when you look at the amount of expertise an agency has, you know, you've got, you know, usually a bunch of different specialists in that one business uh, with, uh, you know, a, a sum total of experience of more than 10, 20 years or mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? 
um, versus, you know, if you were to get one person to do it all, you know, a couple of years experience and you're maybe even spreading them too thin. So I think it's a bit, it's a bit like all of the above. It's a bit of a sacrifice depending on where you're at. Like if you're very, very small agency um, can be the way to go. If you're in like a proven business model, if it's not maybe uh, taking the in-house more strategy, but once you're growing, it's not to say you can't have both. Yeah. Um, but also I think the, the main thing um, that people also need to consider when building a business is I guess focusing on like the lowest hanging fruit and making sure that um, with your marketing, it, you kind of s scale slowly. So with hiring someone in-house, the obvious, the obvious uh, con is the upfront cost, right? It is very expensive to hire someone full-time to come on board, you know, even entry-level marketers, you know, 50, 50, 60K or whatever it is. Um, that's a lot of money for a small business. So um, usually where, when I speak to business owners, whether it be in whatever industry, I usually like to tell them to, you know, to test and start small, figure out what the lowest hanging fruit is, whether it's, um, you know, just some, some Facebook ads or whatever it is, or SEO or email nurturing sequences and stuff like that. Just figure out wherever is the most profitable channel for you. Start small. Once you can kind of see some sort of return, because, you know, obviously marketing is a bit of an experimental investment. Um, you do need to kind of find what works for your business. But once you find that and you are seeing the returns, then you can reinvest in other channels and potentially take someone on board to, to bring it in house. So, I mean, in my experience, I've had, I've worked with businesses that, you know, once started with an agency just to test a bunch of different things, Facebook, Google. And then once they really scale it from like a couple thousand dollars a month, all the way to $50,000 a month, mm. they realize, oh my gosh, I can take it in house. And then that's when they bring the in house and then the team involved. So, um, there's no like right or wrong answer. It really does depend. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. In terms of like, if you've got a marketing budget that you want to spend on ads, we always recommend one channel first. Uh, and the reason we recommend that is we really want to maximize the return on one area. So to put that an example is for service-based industry, we tend to look at uh, Google ads first to generate the leads. Once we're happy with uh, the cost per lead, the conversion rates and you know, all the inquiries coming through and if they convert to sales, we can then start looking at other channels like Facebook or SEO or LinkedIn. Because um, the problem that we've faced in the, in the past is if you've got a small budget being a couple thousand dollars and you're wanting to do you know, Snapchat, TikTok, LinkedIn, uh, Google ads, uh, EDMs, the whole lot, you end up spending, you know, a couple couple dollars a day per channel, and it just it spreads yourself out too thin. Mm. Uh, so when we when we take on clients, is we yeah just focus on one channel, make it work. Once that is profitable, you're happy with the leads or sales coming through, then then you start exper um, expanding out, and that's the same methodology we recommend. Even if you have an in-house team, it doesn't have to be uh, outsourced to us or any other agency. If, if you're growing an in-house team. Just focus on what's um, generating you the most money. Put your money behind that and, and, and grow from there. Yeah, I think that's such a good point, honestly. Because I, I think it's really funny when I talk to, you know, clients and prospects that want to do three or four different things at once and they say, okay, that's $1, great. $1, yeah, $1. but like, you know, okay, let's break that down. You know, you want to you achieve, you know, X, Y, and Z. You want to you grow your business from, you know, 
$100,000 a year to a million dollars a year. You want to spend $1,000 a month across five different channels, which means, you know, $200 each channel, which... And then you it, break it down yeah, per break, day, <laughs> like per audience, per age. And then per, you've got $1 a day per channel to then achieve elite. 30 leads <laughs> a day. And then you're like, okay, great. I mean, you know, you want to you travel 100 kilometers, but you only give enough fuel for one kilometer. Um, so, you know, it's really funny when you think about it, like business owners try to do too much too early. They want to, you know, um, yeah, achieve these great things, but they don't really reverse engineer and figure out, okay, like what's the, what's the right move here? Do I take it, you know, in-house? Do I run an agency? Do I do five channels? Do I do all of these different things? Like it can be very, very easy to get distracted because like there is a lot of noise out there, right? There's a lot of different tactics and tools you can use. Um, like TikTok ads are coming out. You know what I mean? Like uh, you can you can advertise on WeChat, like whatever it is. You know what I mean? Just random, um, random tools. There's always going to be different tactics that work. But the best advice that I usually give to people, once again, regardless of any industry, is start small than scale. Because you know you don't have to go all in. You don't. You 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 can just find what works. You know, double it if it works. Keep doing it. You know get it to a point where you're seeing some really great returns. Once you see a diminishing amount of returns, um, then kind of look at other avenues. And the other thing you can do as well is uh, something that we do at Journey, but wherever you go, always try and get a forecast or some sort of estimation before you run any campaign. So one thing that we do um, before we run any campaign is we look at, uh, let's say you run Google Ads, we look at uh, cost per click for that specific industry that you're in, whether it's uh, automotive, whether it's um, you know any any type of service or business. You look at the cost per click, so what you pay every time you click on the ad. You put in like your ad spend, uh, click through rate, things like that. And what you're able to see is uh, all the clicks that you you can um, possibly get with the money that you're investing. Um, but you're also estimating how many leads that you can get based on your ad spend. Um, and once you put in things like your average order value or, or the lifetime value of each lead or customer, you can figure out quite quickly uh, what benchmarks you need to hit and whether or not running a campaign is successful. Uh, we had a conversation with, it was a, a um, protein supplements, remember a few months yeah. ago? Um, and we could get them leads quite quickly. You know, the, the keywords were there. It looked um, quite, you know, quite good. But when we plugged in the, the value of the product and how much, you know, the average order value is, we quickly discovered that it wasn't profitable and, you know, put aside our management fee and all the other types of fees. Um, it just wasn't profitable to, to run it. And that's why it's really important to run these forecasts before beforehand because it can save you a lot of money a lot of time um, and quickly figure out whether or not you know running a specific ad on google or facebook is is worth your investment yeah 100 percent. and like literally i spoke to someone yesterday and um you know this this person told me that they wasted around you know seven thousand eight thousand dollars a year because they spent 650 dollars a month in marketing with some agency that promised them you know, results over like five different channels, you know, Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, mm. uh, email, and like a landing page and everything. And then, you know, obviously the, the cheap retainer and like the lack of forecasting um, and like lack of like understanding of what the results could be because they were only spending a thousand dollars a month. So when you quickly do the forecasts, mm. you realize it's actually impossible to 
to get some really great results out of it. But the client uh, that I was speaking to didn't understand that. They didn't do the forecast beforehand. They didn't have visibility over that. So that, you know, 12 months down the track of working with this other agency and they weren't getting results and, you know, they were locked into a 12-month contract they, that they couldn't get out of. They, they, they didn't get any results and they were complaining, like, oh, how did this happen? You know, I, but, you know, if they just did the forecast beforehand and realised, okay, look, mathematically, this is not possible. I can't get 100 leads with $1,000 spend if I, yeah. you know what I mean, if I figure out reverse engineer everything, you know, look at the cost per clicks, looking at the demand, looking at um, how much my average order value is. I think business owners need to take this all into consideration when figuring out one, where do I spend my money? But two, is it worth spending my money in the first place? Mm. Because business owners, I mean, with digital marketing on the rise, business owners forget that it's not always a viable option. Not every business should run Google ads. Not every business should run Facebook ads. You know, it is very dependent on your business, how you operate your margins mm. and other things, right? Because like more often than not, like traditional methods of marketing still work. You know, I'm speaking to businesses that do better with pamphlet drops than they do through online channels. Or they which, pretty much run uh, predominantly on referrals, word of mouth, yeah, yeah. And which, which is massive. Yeah, I mean, it's not the most ideal thing, you know, having businesses run off of word of mouth or referrals. But I mean, you know, when you look at some of the cost for advertising and the payoffs, um, mm. it, it actually doesn't make sense for some businesses. And it's not always the same case. You do need to take it on a case-by-case basis. And that's why you do kind of need to speak to, to a variety of different experts to kind of figure out what works for you. But to, to put it simply, you know, where should I spend my money? It depends. And I know it's such a cop-out answer, but it's so true because, you know, for example, um, a tiler in one industry or one, you know, um, one state, it could make sense. Whereas the same, same business model in a different area, a different pricing model, um, different business size, it, it may be not viable, you know? It really does depend. Yeah. So a bit of a, bit of a quick one this week. Um, you know, we like to um, try and do the podcast every now and then, but, you know, we're, we are a growing business, so we're not. And we try and make them spontaneous as well. Like we don't really like to plan podcasts because we want it to come across as, as natural yeah. uh, and authentic as well. So yeah. uh, leave a comment um, below and let us know if there's anything that you guys want us to answer. Um, otherwise, we'll just keep using what you know questions that we get uh, asked most frequently. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, take it easy, guys, and see you in the next episode. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. See ya.